Hello and welcome to another episode of the Into the Huddle podcast, where we break down all the biggest news and stories in the NFL. First, we'd like to thank you for tuning into this episode and any other episodes we've released so far, and we would like to please ask you to uh, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks, and stay tuned for the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Into the Huddle podcast. We are back after a two-week break. I'm Rodrigo. And I'm JW. And we are going to go over week nine in the NFL. So week nine in the NFL was one of the craziest weeks I can remember. There were upsets everywhere. Underdogs came up big. And a lot of teams that we thought were contenders lost. Um, So you want to talk about, does this really mean anything? Because, you know, sometimes there are weeks where teams just don't show up and it's not really indicative of how good they are. Like, what did you think, Jada? I mean, yeah, it was certainly a weird week. And, you know, with the bye weeks coming around soon for most teams and a lot of teams having some starting quarterback injuries, uh, it was just a weird week. Uh, the oddest game I thought was the Bills Jaguars game, and the Jaguars don't have a very good defense, don't have a very good offense, and the Bills have one of the best offenses and defenses in the league. And you just think like this should be an easy win for the Bills every time, but the Jaguars somehow hold them to six points. I mean. It was a bad week for Josh Allen, but I'm not totally sure that this means a lot. We know the Bills are a great team and that they're going to be a playoff contender moving forward. So, Yeah, I agree. I mean, this was crazy. Everyone's thinking the Bills, one of the best teams in the league, have beaten some really good teams and have blown out a lot of teams. And then the Jaguars, as you said, tire fire of a team. Trevor Lawrence been kind of underwhelming, having been the first overall pick. But the Jaguars found a way to win, and it was an ugly game, but you got to give them credit. You got to give Urban Meyer credit because he found the way to win. And I kind of disagree with you about the Bills. I think because I think we should be concerned about them moving forward because it's been now two weeks, week one and this week, and even two weeks ago against the Dolphins where they it was a really close game up until the very end. All these games... Josh Allen has not played well at all. The Bills' offense has been extremely inconsistent this year. There are some games where they score 40 points and everyone's touting Josh Allen to be MVP. And then there are some points where Josh Allen looks like a guy who doesn't even know what he's doing. And especially considering the Bills are have Super Bowl aspirations, I think they really need to get this figured out because all it takes is one game in the playoffs where their in, their offensive inconsistencies come back to bite them. Josh Allen doesn't play well, and now all of a sudden they're limited. Yeah, I agree. They are a very inconsistent team. But I think, I mean, I wouldn't say this is like where their season goes downhill. They've got not too tough of a schedule. They've only really got like, like their hardest games coming up are probably the Colts, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. And then, it's pretty smooth sailing for them. They get two more games against the Jets to finish it out. They'll win the division. They'll be in the playoffs. 
And if they perform well in the playoffs, they could be in the Super Bowl. If they the inconsistency bites them, it could be, you know, one game and you're out. You know, I think it's interesting that you said that they're going to win the division because one of the other teams that has been really improving uh, in these past few weeks has been the Patriots. And obviously – they don't have Tom Brady anymore, so everyone's expectations were kind of, kind of, kind of down on them. But Mac Jones has proved to be probably so far the best of the rookie quarterbacks. Bill Belichick is still Bill Belichick. The defense is still really good. Still finding ways to make Sam Darnold see ghosts out there. So I think the Patriots may may contend with the Bills for this division because I think they're getting really good and. Belichick teams always peak near the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, they're they're contending with them, but it's it's my opinion that the Bills are are clearly a better team, and that they're going to turn this around and get probably ten, eleven wins this season. And I just don't think that the Patriots are going to get there. I think they're going to be more of an eight or nine win team. So moving on, let's talk about America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, who everyone thought were the greatest team in the NFL last week. And now all of a sudden, they play the – Dak comes back after missing one week, and they play the Denver Broncos at home. Everyone's thinking, easy win, smooth sailing for the Cowboys, and they'll go up to 7-1. To and one. But the Broncos absolutely decimated them. At one point, I believe the score was 27-0. to zero. And it only doesn't look worse because, you know, Dak always finds a way to get those garbage time touchdowns. So would you be concerned about the Cowboys moving forward? I mean, moving forward, they still got Dak. They still got Zeke. I think this was just a bad week for them. They won the six games in a row after dropping one game where they looked not very good week one, but it was without Dak. I mean, good teams are going to lose a few games in the NFL. And I think this is no different. They're still a top team. They're still, you know, pretty clearly the best team in their division. And I don't think this game changes anything. Yeah. I think I think it does make them look less like Super Bowl contenders just because, like, they finally get to go up against a team that's had a solid year, a winning record, the Denver Broncos, and they just fall apart. I mean, I agree with you 100% on this. Before this week, I thought the Cowboys were the best team in the NFL because they hadn't played a single bad game, and they had even found ways to win games without Dak Prescott. And I think, <coughs> excuse me, one of the things that was really key in this game, which might explain why the Cowboys didn't play so well, was that Dak didn't practice all week. So I think he was still a little rusty, you know, he probably had one of his worst games as a pro. So I think as Dak gets more and more healthy, this game will only serve as a lesson for them, and it'll be an exception in their season. And as you said, their division is really terrible. I mean, yeah. the Giants are not good. The Washington football team's not good. The Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, they're an interesting team. I think we should Philadelphia talk- is an interesting team. I thought they played very well against I yeah I did as well. It looked very good. It was tight the entire game. I mean Jalen Hurts gets criticized a lot, and he may not be the best passer in the world, but he finds a way to make these games competitive, and obviously puts up great numbers as well. So let's talk a little bit about that game. The Chargers bounced back 
after having lost two consecutive weeks against the Eagles. Justin Herbert had a great game, threw for over 300 yards, two touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Uh, do you think this is a turning point in the Chargers season, going against a good team on the road and finding a way to win? I mean, I wouldn't really say this is a turning point in their season. We know kind of the trajectory they've been on. The Eagles, not the best team, very inconsistent, but they've got some good players. Um, I mean, I thought their offense played well. I thought their defense played all right. It wasn't great versus them, versus the Eagles. But, you know, the Chiefs not haven't looked good, that good this year. The Raiders have so many controversies flying around them that I find it unlikely that they win the division. And the Broncos have kind of been struggling this year. So, I mean, the division's tight, but, like, I think the front runner is the Chargers before this week, and I think it's still the Chargers this week. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Justin Herbert, another great game. Very uncharacteristic for the Chargers to win with a game-winning field goal. So I think, as you said, they're probably the favorites in the division now. And you talked a little bit about the Chiefs and how kind of underwhelming they've been this year. And I think it's starting to beg the question of, like, should we consider Mahomes at the same level as we've been considering him in the past? Because there's kind of been this aura around Patrick Mahomes where he's like the new great thing and everyone's scared to criticize him and he's like the perfect quarterback and the most talented quarterback of all time. And I personally bought the hype. I thought Mahomes was incredible, but I think this just speaks to the fact that like playing quarterback in the NFL isn't always easy. And there are some people who said he was going to win seven Super Bowls and be incredible. And now you realize this thing is hard. And he has one Super Bowl, and that's great. He's won an MVP. But now he's struggling to score points. And really, his team is struggling. And I don't even know if this is a playoff team. I don't know if you think. Yeah, I, they got a chance. But Mahomes is going to have to turn it around very quickly for them to be a playoff team. I mean, they got the Raiders. That's a division in division uh, game. They got the Cowboys, who have looked very good. Obviously, didn't look good last week, but have looked very good. And then they got the Broncos coming up. That's another division game. If they don't win, if they don't win those three games, or even if they lose two or three, it's they are in a very deep hole to try and make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think if they take two or three, or if they somehow win all three of those, they're right back there looking at division with the Chargers and then maybe the first wild card, second wild card spot. Yeah, and you know, they are still the Chiefs. Yeah. So if they get that second or third wild card spot, they could make a run because yeah. they still have that championship pedigree. So speaking about that game, Chiefs Packers, which by the way, you know, two weeks ago. Game. Yeah, it was a terrible game. Everyone... If you told me, like, last year, like, oh, Chiefs-Packers, what's the score going to be? I would have been like, hmm, 42-35, something like that. I would have expected 13-7 to be, like, the first quarter score, not the final game. Yeah, score. totally. It was terrible. I mean, Jordan Love, talk about an underwhelming debut. He was terrible in that game. Jordan Love just could not move the ball. Yeah. And, I mean, he's not playing against 
the Steelers' defense. He's not playing against the Legion of Boom. He's playing against the probably one of the worst defenses in the league in the Kansas City Chiefs, and he only scores seven points. And obviously, I think this just proves that the Packers made a bad decision drafting him, a bad decision trading up, and now it's really starting to hurt them. And obviously, another one of the big storylines these past few weeks has been Aaron Rodgers getting COVID and the whole vaccinated or has the argument about whether he was right to defend his decision about being vaccinated or not. But independent from that, this this Packers team without him looks really like the offense could not get going at all. Yeah, I don't. This Packers team is in for a tough time. We know there's been like a lot of rumors twirling around, especially in the offseason about him, Aaron Rodgers wanting a trade wanting to get out of there, some contract restructuring. But, I mean, if this is what the Green Bay Packers look like without Aaron Rodgers, they're going to need to change something very quickly because when Aaron's gone and you still have Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, a great defense, they should not be putting up seven points a game versus the Chiefs. Like, they, they should still have a good offense with or without him. So let's also touch a bit on Aaron Rodgers. Um, do you think he's going to be able to come back and play the same well he played at the same level he played at the start of the season? Because obviously he's questionable for this week's game against the Seahawks because because of the quarantine rules in the yeah. NFL, uh, which you have to be quarantined for ten days. The earliest he could come back is Saturday, so the day before the game. So he might not even play. But even if he does play, is this going to play a factor? Is this going to be like the the Aaron Rodgers getting COVID? Is that going to be the like turning point in their season where everything starts going downhill? You know, I think it could go either way. But I see it. It's not. It's not looking good. If Aaron Rodgers comes back and he has a bad week versus the Vikings, they then go into one of the toughest schedules. At all, they got the Grams, they got the Ravens, they got the Browns, and they got the Vikings again in the next five weeks. So, I mean, this is a tough schedule, but I think, I mean, they've got seven wins. They're probably going to be able to make the playoffs just squeaking out like three of those games at 10 and seven because their division is not, not great. So, you know, he's got some time to figure things out if he misses the Seattle game. Even if he plays in the Seattle game and doesn't play well, he's got time to figure things out, get back into a rhythm. So I think they should be solid, but, you know, you never know with someone missing two weeks how that could affect them. Yeah, I mean, I think this is just huge because the Packers had so much momentum. Like, you could feel that they were one of the best teams in the league. They were losing so many starters. They had they were playing without so many starters against the Cardinals and still found the way to win in Arizona. And all of a sudden, your starting quarterback gets COVID. I mean, just based on that alone, it was just a terrible look for Aaron Rodgers to get COVID at that moment of the season. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of debate about whether he lied or not. But, I mean, just I don't think – I think that the Packers, you know, it's one thing to go into the playoffs and – and host one home game and then have to go to play in Arizona or in Tampa Bay in those warm weather places. 
And it's another thing to have the number one seed and have these warm weather teams have to go up to Lambeau and try to beat you. So I think that's going to make a huge difference. So speaking of the 2020 NFL MVP, there's a lot of uncertainty in the MVP race right now. And we're about halfway through the season. And there hasn't really been anyone who's emerged as like a prime MVP candidate. Yeah, there's no standouts, really. I mean, honestly, if you were talking before last week, you might have thought Aaron Rodgers was the front runner. He was looking great. Justin Herbert, he's still looking good, but he hasn't really had like the breakout game. He's just kind of been, you know, winning by seven, winning by 10, winning by four, you know, versus teams that he should beat. So, I mean, who's going to win MVP? It is up in the air. Yeah, I mean, for anybody. Even like Kyler Murray, who I think a lot of people thought were the favorite, all of a sudden he's out, and yet the Cardinals still blow out the 49ers. Cardinals get a great win with. Colt McCoy. I mean, who could have saw that coming? So, I mean, personally, I think I think Brady's going to win it because, sure, he might not have had a good week last week, but it was against the Saints. We've seen the past two years that Tom Brady really struggles against the Saints. So, I think Tom Brady bounces back, and he's had a great year putting up great numbers. And it's also that story, you know, like yeah. – a 44, 45-year-old quarterback putting up these numbers, and we all know MVP, it's a lot about the story. Last year, the story was Aaron Rodgers having Jordan Love drafted to replace him. The year before that, you know, Lamar Jackson, can he throw, can he throw? So the NFL loves its stories. So I think I think Brady might have his fourth MVP upcoming. Yeah, and honestly, Brady might have it just because, like, he's played all 17 games this year. Yeah. Unlike – Pretty much everyone else. Yeah, I mean, this has been a strange year in the NFL. It has been weird. So, I guess we'll see what what happens in the strange season in the in the upcoming weeks. So let's move on to our predictions for Week Ten. First, we're going to start with the Browns Patriots game. I believe this game is in Foxborough, and even though the Patriots have looked great recently. They haven't looked good at home. So what do you think? Do you think they can around? I think this is a turning point for the New England Patriots at home, mostly because Cleveland, they got Kareem Hunt. He's on injured reserve. And they got Nick Chubb, who's out. He could be questionable before the game. You know, we don't really know about him, whether he's going to play or not. So this game, it's in Foxborough. It's going to be cold in, you know, the middle of November. And so... I think running the ball going to be a lot more important. And I think Damien Harris is going to help lead the Pats offense to W. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to pick the Pats in this game as well. I think at home is a huge help, even though it hasn't looked that way this season. But now it's starting to get cold. As you said, teams have to run the ball now. And though that might help the Browns, you know, one would think, one would think, yeah. as you oh, said, Brown's a classic, right? Their their running backs are injured, and yeah. it's still a question about whether they're going to play. Also, I think, I think Bill Belichick is going to have Baker Mayfield's number in this game. I think Bill Belichick's going to have a great plan. He's going to force Baker Mayfield to make throws that Baker Mayfield is not comfortable with, and I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to be able to handle it. I think that Mac Jones is going to play a great game. 
and the Patriots are going to win this one handily. Let's move on now to the Sunday night football game I'm coming. It's the Chiefs against the Las Vegas Raiders and a battle between two teams with uh, better than 500 records in the AFC West. Who do you think is going to win this game? You know, this is a big game for, like, playoffs, for the AFC West, who's going to win. And I think that the Chiefs are going to turn it around this season. I think they want – they. I think Patrick Mahomes knows that this this is a big game, as we talked about earlier, for the wild card, for the division. I think Patrick Mahomes turns it around for this team, puts the team on his back, and plays like the Patrick Mahomes of old and wins the game for the Chiefs. Yeah, so, you know, I'm going to have to agree with you again. I think that this is going to be the game. Mark it down. You will remember this game for a long time. This is going to be the game where Patrick Mahomes comes back to being Patrick Mahomes. I think this is going to be an explosive game. High-scoring offenses. The defenses don't look so great. Big duel between Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to come up with late game-winning drive. Win this game. Put up huge numbers. And I think this is going to be the turning point in the season. I do. I think that now, you know, there's kind of been a switch turn in Mahomes' head. He has to realize that, you know, the big play all the time doesn't always work. He's going to go back to focusing on his fundamentals, and he's going to come up with a big game. I think the Chiefs win this one. Yeah, I agree. And I think this, this game, the loss of Damon Arnett, well, he hasn't been having a good year. I think it's going to be big because they're going to have to have dudes step up in the secondary for Las Vegas. And if, you know, the fourth string corner doesn't step up and can't then misses a tackle on uh Tyree Tyree Hill, he's gone for a touchdown. So I think I think it's going to be a big high scoring game. Derek Carr is going to keep it close. He's going to try and make it a shootout, but I think Patrick Mahomes is going to outdo him. I mean, we know you love Derek Carr. But big Derek Carr, big Carr fan, but yeah, I agree. I think this can be hugely entertaining game, but I think the Chiefs are going to come out on top. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Into the Huddle podcast. Once again, we would really appreciate it if you could subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.